Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month at professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Like polio in the New York wastewater. We're back. If I'm going to let you finish. Can I tell you, let let me just let you give you a heads up. I usually start the show with a lozenge in my mouth so I don't have to have water. So unless you can do unless you can, unless you can, I'm saying, unless you're like, you're like John Mulaney and Stefan (laughs) changing the joke. Unless you can do the Heimlich maneuver from Harlem to Brooklyn, don't let me die. (laughs) I haven't trained the cats how to give mouth to cat resuscitation or cat. Them out. Okay, kids. It's I'm gonna let you finish show number 111. We're at, we're 111. We're one of those make a wish numbers. It's a lot of ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of ones. Okay, now I'm dying. This is your goal. All right, this is the show where Amy died on air. <laughs> the ratings are huge. I'd be like, well, what huge. happens? Were you really? there? Yes. I'll be like, I was there. I said a joke. Really? She and died I looked at camera. her, she croaked. They're like, did the you call 911? I was like, well, after the ratings were just going right. to be too big. Too big. <laughs> we're on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. The number one music network. In music podcast network in the world. Yes, we are. And we're we may, here. We may not free convicted murderers, but we have really good taste in music. We are the cult band of our <laughs> network. We are. We're the we're the opening act that tried. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're actually no, we're the actually opening act that people didn't know what remember, that was. And then they remember. stayed for it and be like, oh, I like oh, them. Then they started buying the albums. 
You know, not for nothing. Mm -hmm. When I saw when the Buzzcocks toured the first time in the United States, and all us little punk rockers were like, "Ooh, Buzzcocks! We can't wait! We can't wait!" And Mm -hmm. Gang of Four was the opening act. And I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, I don't even remember the Buzzcocks. All I remember is Gang of Four, and the Buzzcocks were great. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Listen, I've I I'm famously the person music industry, right? So, what time does the artist the main show go on stage? But I have definitely caught opening acts and seen people who I'm like, oh, and then you see them a few years later and it's like, right, you're the shit. Or you catch opening acts that you should, like ESG, where you suddenly have a, oh, those guys. (laughs) I'm never going to let you forget that. And I shouldn't because even when I said that to Bill, he looked at me like I had 12 heads. I, I know all of those records, but that was such a time when... It was like Salso Orchestra, right? Salso Orchestra had a rotating cast of like maybe 30-something people. Exactly, yeah. On different records. So I knew Moody and, and a bunch of those other records, but I thought that, again, that was that period of a lot of producers right. and singers. You thought it was I session ne- people. Yeah, thought- I never realized that they the whole story of them being the sisters and the Bronx. So, and even though this wasn't all of the original ones, when they started doing the music, I was like, Wait a minute. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> they're a group. Okay. Yeah. Really? <laughs> they, they, they're not the archers. This is not just a 12 inch that I have. Right, wait a right. minute. They have a whole wait fucking a catalog. And, then, and Bill was like, I ain't the album. I was like, wait a minute. I know. Hold I know. on. All right. I know. That was such a good discovery. That was. because. Oh, good. I'm glad. That, that one, I will say. All right. I feel like I know a lot of shit about music. Well, that if, one, if, that if, one fucking gagged me. Like, if oh my all God, goes right, and let's yeah. not jinx it, we will have something very special to talk about next week. Oh, we can say because we have the tickets. We're going to see <laughs> Pet Shop Boys on. Spotify. Well, I don't have my tickets yet. Right, you, you have your why tickets. Don't, why don't you have your tickets? Well, because <laughs> mine are on hold until I hopefully get um, press tickets, but. Right. I will say this, Courtney. I just want to say this just to show if ever you doubt my affection for you. Mm-hmm. I thought there were four extra tickets. It turned out to be two. I had given him two names. I went, give him the Courtney because he literally fainted oh. when I told him. He literally fainted on the floor. I did faint on the floor. He did. did. He had a heart like, attack. I've never seen them. And you've I seen know. them like four times. Which When you looked at me and you were like, all the people you've seen, you've never seen Pet Shop Boys? And I'm thinking to myself, how is that possible? It's the same and, way. Expo- like, I mean, we've had this. How is it possible? I've never seen Beyonce. How is it possible? That, I, I mean, it's, that yeah. one's still to me. I'm like, wait. yeah, let's not get into it. Let's not start with negative. How have you never seen Beyonce? I, I just need you. There's I, been 96 tours that have come. She played and, five and times right down the block from your house. Literally. And wait, thing. and to add insult to injury. I was walking home from somewhere <laughs> and saw somebody that works with her outside of the venue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wow, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, you have to come tonight. I'll ask somebody and we'll give you a call. Nothing. <laughs> That's okay. Life goes on. I want to see Little Amal. That's what I want to say. <laughs> Little Amal was right down the street from me yesterday and I didn't even know it. Oh, really? Yeah, Where at? I didn't. She was at BAM. I saw some guy walking up the street with a with a laminate that said Little Amal. I'm like, Little Amal's here, Little Amal's here. And then she I went home and it rained and there she was. The little we're talking about the giant puppet that represents Syrian refugees. For those who would think mm-hmm. we're talking about like some new grunt <laughs> some new uh grind. Was it outside? 
Yeah, she's touring everywhere. And you didn't go outside? You didn't go? You didn't- I didn't know. Mm. It's at BAM. I mean, I have a terrorist, but I can't look a hundred blocks away. Right. Anyway, let's talk about something, uh, a really something. Uh, I don't know if everybody heard this. Um, the Queen of England died. Did you hear about this? I, she might have gone to glory. I heard about her. Yeah, I think. I mean, they know, should have gotten more press coverage. I think it's really embarrassing. It's, I think it's a, a, a absolute scandal that a woman shameful. who was shameful, who was a world leader for 70 years and has spawned more biopics and a television show than anybody else I can think of off the top of my head, that nothing was done. And I just think the American... The American press really needs to take a look at itself and wonder why they were not covering every fucking iota of everything. Let me just tell you something. The most interesting (laughs) thing that I saw that was my biggest takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) Which of which. Okay. I have to just really quickly say it's very sad. She seemed like a nice person. Whether the monarchy is important, we can all agree the monarchy is stupid, but she seemed like a good person. There. I don't want anyone. I don't want royalists calling me up and going, you hate the queen. <laughs> it was the day she died. And I caught I caught a couple of interesting things. I actually saw a lot. I don't really watch news channels anymore. And when I do, I kind of poke my head in and see what's on MSNBC. Sometimes. I'll even look at Fox, see what are they saying? CNN sometimes, not as much. But I turned on CNN that day because everybody knows CNN is absolutely the best when it comes to disaster porn, right? Let something That's crash, true. let That's someone true. die, let That's something true. blow up. And honey, Anderson, really, they're, they're out there. They're, they're out there. Everyone is there. They've got their finger on that breaking news button. It yep. just goes for five weeks, ain't nothing breaking. Yep. You're like, does something else break? And they get me every what time. What else is breaking? So they're breaking. Been, what else is breaking? They're like, the next thing is like, a car went through the gate. We don't know who's in it. But it was a car. And they make that into the most important story for the next hour. Um, very first person I saw them stop and ask was that young lady that clipped that everybody saw go viral when she was like, yeah, it's sad like it is when anybody passes away. But, you know, the British monarchy had a big hand in colonialism, and she brought that up. And to watch, he let her finish a full statement. And then they went to commercial because they were, you know, they're all giving we're sad and she was giving, well, here comes the truth. I found it really interesting how that came up immediately. And the first person it came up from, a, the woman was not a woman of color. She was white and young. Right. I thought that, that was really interesting. And they came back. They had a split screen of how it was being reported from their reporters around the world. There was London. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There was Australia. I know. There was India. India. And then there was Africa. Now, not, can- not Canada? They- no, oh, no, Canada wasn't there yet. Because okay. this was just, you know, this is, she had just died. So now we're pulling who are the first ones we can find who, right. are, who are ready, camera, let's go. Because, you know, it's different times then. At India, they were polite. And they were like, you know, it was polite. Uh, Australia was polite, but they were like saying there are some Republicans there being like, it's time to get rid of the monarchy. Then right. they got to Africa. who And, and, and it was very interesting how there's such a different real history of Africa and the, and the monarchy and the British. Right. And no, for that sure. response yeah. was very much like, we're not upset. You know, it was, it was something said to the fact of they, the ancestor, their ancestors all be together, 
almost like having this really burn in hell moment because of, of, of the things that the British monarchy and the British did on the continent of Africa that people don't forget. Then I started seeing the debate of people being like, you know, she was a great woman. Listen, I, you know, I, I, I was into the queen. I think she probably was a great woman. But I, I found it interesting that when people die, that everybody does think you can't talk about the whole person or, or just an institution something that somebody reckon, represents. And she was the queen. She represented that monarchy. Some will say great. Others, you know, who don't care about the monarchy have a different opinion. 70 years. And, and interestingly enough, immediately a lot of the things you saw all of the people across TV having to deal with was this idea of colonialization and some of the countries immediately wanting their jewels back. So I just found that it was an end of an era, right? Because for my lifetime and your lifetime, all I've Every, ever known pretty is- much, yeah, Pretty much yeah, everyone's lifetime. Is, you is, know. is Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> right. You know, I didn't, I wasn't around for her dad. So what does that mean for the monarchy with all of these issues of colonialization coming up? I'm wondering if a bunch of countries are going to start yep. doing like, like Barbados did and being like, you know what? Jacinda yeah, Ardern was on on in an interview this weekend saying she feels like in her lifetime New Zealand will be an mm-hmm. independent republic. So you could see the stage is set. Like it was like a respect for Elizabeth, but now that that's gone, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens from there. And yep, uh, you know, I mean. <sighs> It's sad. I just thought the coverage was like enough already. Like I don't need to see them walking down the street. <laughs> the service itself, from a standpoint of like the pomp and the circumstance, mm-hmm. and the, and nobody does this like the Brits. I mean, mm-hmm. they they got they they nailed nope, it. No they, one does. No, it like they the could give they, they could give TED talks on the thing. whole yeah. thing, right? But. You know, after a while, and and it's like I don't know. There was like a fucking Cat Three hurricane that just wiped <laughs> out part of the United States. Right. But I I understand why they did it, but it was like enough already. And yeah, I think a lot of them are going to withdraw because let's face it, King Charles is not charisma. He does not have. No. <laughs> yeah. So I think it'll be. Um, yeah, it's sad. You know, they've stopped production on the Crown for a while, so. That's a drag. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of queens, mm-hmm. Kanye, what the Ugh, fuck? I can't. Listen. <laughs> and here's the thing. There are times I want to agree, but I'm like, if, first of all, if they're saying that you just stop approving stuff, you have to... Well, he has a lawsuit. He has a lawsuit going against the Gap, right? He has a that he's dropping out. He was he was out of both his Gap and his Yeezy. Next, remember he did the same thing with Nike. Remember Yeezy with with Nike. Yeezy was originally with Nike, and that came to an end. It just feels like if you want, when I hear him saying, "I just want to sell these shirts for twenty dollars and for the people with the Gap," blah blah blah. I'm like, well, then do it yourself because I know that every time you've sold something, the prices have not been twenty dollars. Not at all. So you can if figure out a way to manufacture and do direct to consumer and sell them yourself. But right. you also are working with corporations, and I don't know if you say things like 
they sold mine for 200 then they ripped off the the my design and sold it under their brand for 20 i get that too but who owns the intellectual property when you do these right because it's a collaboration it's like maybe you own the name and you own your brand but what's created under this collaboration i know that those, those companies usually own the intellectual property to them. right yeah and you have to be a good business person and you can't not not respond. And if they design things you don't like, you have to then you reject them and make them go back and work on them. But if you stop communicating, people have a schedule and they're just going to release shit without you. That's just business. People, they'll take someone's album and release it without them. You know, listen, that's corporation shit. You get in bed with corporations, don't expect them to be your friend. Listen, if he were a woman, he would have never gotten another. I understand that people buy his stupid stuff and it, you know, it's like a t-shirt and you're paying anyone who's dumb enough to pay that kind of money for a t-shirt. And that's basically what it, but you know, he's, it's like, how many times are, are corporations going to go to bat for him? This is now right. on like the second or third corporation that he, frankly, I'm not defending corporations, but he's like second or third time he screwed them. So at what point, why do you even need the cachet of, of how much, you know what, come on. It's just boring at this point with him. It really is. And it's like having a, t you know, maybe he should take a cue from his ex-wife seems to do a very good job of marketing something that she didn't invent. You know, right, I mean, whatever you think about her, she's like those skims. Everybody tells me are like the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, maybe he should talk to, you know, Kylie Jenner, who is basically selling lipstick. And marking it up through the roof. So, I mean, and keeping herself, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I mean, I think he's enough. But the thing that, and we were talking about this whole, many years ago, he made some sort of stupid comment about, oh, I don't read books. All right. Like, you know, like being an idiot is a claim to fame. Now right. it's become, I've never read a book. Right. Which, so we already know that who did the bedtime stories in the Kardashian uh, West house. Cause clearly he wasn't even reading good night moon to his children. But why do, yes, you have read books and then you I'm may not look at, like right, to read. Right. You, and then it makes me look at these deals and say, well, then you don't do good deals because if you don't right. read, you don't read. Then did you read the contract that you signed? Right. Any of them? <laughs> It's, but it's just, I hate it's, people trying to be austere for the sake of that. I hate well, it's, that. But it's also like he's bragging about being stupid right. as if – I mean, look, I teach literature. Wasn't and his stuff mother like a professor? His mother's professor. His father was educated. He went to college. That's right. why it's called college dropout. right. right. He went to high school and he didn't go to a shitty high school. Now, can people get out of school and be functional literates? Yes, they can. Not him. He's not a functional. He writes lyrics. We know he can read and write. And I just don't, I have tons of students who don't like to read. I understand right. it. You don't like to read. I'm weird. I like to read. I like to read. But yeah, I like to read. But the thing is to say, I have never. Come on, a your life. That's not even a B. flex. That's such a weird no, thing. No, like, like why you're would bragging you, about why being you, ignorant. Why would you want to? Like, yeah, yeah. And for somebody who's trying to be like a role model and speak for people, and it's like I never read. It's like okay, great. That's great. You you're know what the problem is? I it, and it's true. I think we need to put a lot more emphasis on. Everyone thinks they can be creative, have a creative career, and as a person who's had a lifelong creative. Art is shit. It has ups and downs. You have times you can make a shitload of money. You have times where it's leaner as fuck. It's up and down. And this whole idea that everybody thinks you can just be creative 
that's it just doesn't work. It's like education is the key for a lot of people to change their lives and their families' lives. So when I hear people like him say that kind of dumb shit, I'm like, what's the point? Who are you trying to like? Really? Well, what's who the point are you of impressing? That? That's what I'm you saying. We have a school. Like, why would I send my yeah. per, my yeah, kid really. to a school, a great school of a person who's like, yeah, you want to call yourself a genius? Knock it, knock yourself out. Call yourself whatever you want. But if you were a genius, you would have better deals. Right. And you wouldn't always be upset. And every company you get with wouldn't be an issue. I hate that it, I hate that it's always public and it's always an issue. There are well, ways to get- Everything with him is ever, always, everything like, with him is always public. And the thing so. is, I think for him, you know, he is a really talented person. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with him thinking differently. I think different thinkers change the world. But I also think I get angry with him because he just does says other shit to me that's like legit irresponsible. It's like not everybody's you, sir. Not everybody has a mind where they're going to be able to really create something and turn around and make it into a lot of money. So I think you have to be really honest in how you present some of this. You know what I mean? Because I, you know it from, I think about all the young artists I've met, the ones who really had hopes and dreams and see them get a shot, it doesn't work, and the shot is gone. Like, they don't have that again, and they've had to fall back and leave the industry and do something else. So the percentage of that is really, really low. And I I just want him to get his business together. I just don't understand, like, no matter who you get into business with, it always ends up in something, and the common denominator just seems to be you. Well, I Be mean, a different thinker. That's great. Barks to the beat I mean, of your own drum. That's great. But if you're going well, to get into the business. march to the your own drum and don't drag other people along with you. If you want to march to the beat of your own drum, then raise the money yourself. Raise the capital yourself Absolutely. and stop dragging other people with you. Because when you make these business decisions, you're not just impacting the president of Gap. You're impacting the people who are making the clothes. Well, and he's naming people. people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, why? You have a platform that's really too big to start just naming people and blaming them. It's like, what is your part in this? Like, what's your part? Because everybody everybody always loves to, you know, I'm, I'm getting really tired of one-sided fights in these public fights, right? Where everybody's like, this happened and that happened. Okay, and what was your part? Be honest. There's something you could have done better that maybe we didn't get here. Like, everybody has to come to the table with their truth in this shit. I don't like these this new idea of the public fight because it's like, I'll win, I'll win this argument by turning the public. It's it's a really dangerous weapon. The only time I ever approved of that was Taylor Swift with Scooter Braun. But that was a different sort of... Look, mm -hmm. he's a man. He's not going to admit he's wrong. And there you they, go. Men can't even admit when they're driving the wrong way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not all men, but most men. All right. Now. It's like fighting Someone, over the last orange in the break room right. at an orgy. Someone really who does read and mm -hmm. talks about reading and does talk about education, but it didn't help her in this case, is Cardi B, mm -hmm. who plated, who plated, plated, pled, who plated, who pled guilty to, what was it, two misdemeanors yeah. in a but fight you, that I forgot even happened. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, kind of, I'm proud of this young lady. Me too. I'm proud of her standing up to say, I was living my life a really different way. And I'm trying to not really make excuses for that anymore. 
I'm just trying to clean it all up and be a good example for my kids. Gotta allow people space to grow. I'm that. I'm with that for anybody and every. Even Kanye. Like I, I feel like there has to be a grace for people. Yeah. We well, um, lo- he's he's out. He's he's like yeah, in his mid forties. You know but he's true, in his mid forties. You know. But 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 we've lost such grace for people, and and I found a grace in her, and I like what she's doing, giving money back to schools and the schools she's gone to. It's like. Put your money where your mouth is. Like these kids need something, and I and I and I'm really happy that she pled guilty in this case. Got that off. She's got to do her community service, which I'm pretty sure we know she'll do. Hopefully, something with young people. She'll and do it. Yeah. Yeah, she'll do it. She'll absolutely. She's not do a it. bad person. That's the thing. I mean, you may not like her music, and she may be like fly off every time, but she's fundamentally, it seems to me, a good person. You know, she's fundamentally, yeah. and it, part of it is she has never come off to me with someone who is malicious, you know, right. Right. unlike other women rappers that we can think of, <clears throat> Nicki Minaj. No, no, but- listen, we do not need the barbs attacking us on this show. Here's oh, the thing I- about Nicki that I find interesting. I get where she had to be tough because she was surrounded, really, she was the dominant female around all of those men. So I absolutely appreciate that. Then there are other parts about her that I see that I get those inklings of things I don't really favor. But you know, I'm not a I'm 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 not the biggest fan. I appreciate her. She's had songs that I like and verses, but she's never been my thing. But I understand. I kind of understand her energy a little bit, just right, dealing can, with what she dealt with in the industry. Yes, but you can, let me, uh, you don't have to be a fucking bitch. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to take, to weaponize your fan base to attack people. You can be tough and you have to be. You but can does be she strategic do that or do they do it on their own? She's giving them the go ahead. You think so? And And, and if... And if they are doing it on, it is her responsibility as the grown up in the room to say, stop doing it. So, I mean, you know, Nicki Minaj, yeah, but she is, it's more than just being a woman in the business because she wasn't like this in the beginning. All right. She was but not. You know, she, but she was in this actually, industry changed people. No, you know? we can't the industry. She is. She was. A I said femi- experience, but experiences. Too. But no, but she was someone who when she came out, mm-hmm. feminist magazines were covering her because she was right. a fresh voice and she was very different. And she was speaking about supporting women. And she's become very mean spirited. And when it goes in, everything is a right. fight with her. And I'm not saying she hasn't had a tough time. A woman in the industry. A music industry, a woman in any male dominant, but that's no excuse for threatening people and being right. nasty all right. the time. And that's right. where I draw the line with her. I that's get that. where I'm like, I get yeah. That. I, I don't, you know, it's that. like when it starts talking about violence in this society with the knuckleheads that follow people on social media, that's that's where I have to draw. Yeah, there's know, some draw things with her that I found a little head scratching. Yeah, because she's she's too like, okay. smart for this. Talk about I'm she's like, too hmm. smart for this. Yeah, it's a little too calculated to, for me. You know, it's a little. Anyway, uh, okay, I'm gonna uh, uh, Courtney. I'm gonna say something. I don't know if this is gonna bother you or not. Mm-hmm. Mermaids are not real, right? Well, wait a minute. Let wait me- a minute. Wait, let me, and, let me and go the Little tell. Mermaid. Let me let me check. Google that. Could you? And the Little Mermaid, if I remember correctly, because I watched it when Lucian was little, um, is a cartoon about a made up 
creature. Mm-hmm. Like a dot, you know, so like there's no ethnicity with a mermaid because they just well, made According it to some up. scientific man that I saw on television giving us specifics of the ocean, like oh. there's no sunlight and how deep she would have been. Her skin would absolutely be pale. Right. And I'm okay. watching this going, is, is this, this can't be actually happening. No. Because well, this is about Chloe. <laughs> is it Chloe Hale? It's Hall- which, Hall- which, Hall- which, Hall- 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 Halle Berry. Barely. I'm like, this isn't actually happening, right? You're not sitting here. All the racism is not this. You guys have lost your mind. Do you realize this is one of the first Disney trailers? There have been over one million dislikes of this. That doesn't happen with Disney. So it is absolutely. It's so amazing. It's just I. You know what's interesting? I read uh, this thing. I well, this is this is the MAGA of the world. This is a right. post-Obama freakout because there was a black Cinderella like 15 years ago, and I don't remember anybody right. saying boo. You know, I mean, like, who cares? It's a made up, it's a made-up creature. The Smurfs are blue. Are there actually blue people running around? If they made the Smurfs right. yellow, I mean, who cares? It's a made-up creature. I just want to know, is it the, are they gonna sing? Who's Ursula in this? Melissa McCarthy. Perfect. Yeah, that's pretty perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. Whoever Earth is perfect because Ursula's the whole movie, as we mm-hmm. and who's um um under the sea guy. If Sebastian. I remember correctly, who's singing the voice? I believe is David Dig. David. Oh, Dig. that makes yes. I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think I you're think absolutely it's right. Him. Yeah, I all think right. It's him. I mean, yeah, people have too much time in their hands. People social media need- social right. media is a devil. It I is. feel like everybody's listening to all of their shit and they're letting their inner just most horrid, horrid thoughts. But you know what? Thank you. Thank you for revealing yourselves because I'd rather you be racist to my face. Don't smile in my face and be some yeah. other shit. Let me know who not to fuck with because, see, I don't really waste my time with racists. I just don't fuck with you. All right. But let me know who you are so I don't have to fuck with you. Well, yeah, they're just, motherfuckers just are find- fucking idiots. Ooh, we cursed a lot on this show. Who is this show? Is NC seventeen? It's been a lot of cursing. No, I just like I said, it's it, this has always been here, and in in, yeah. in you know we've always had racist stereotypes, which which we are we are undoing in in cartoons and pop culture. But it's just hilarious to me. It's a made up character. It's a made up character. Mm-hmm. It's there are okay. There are no new MAGA MAGA country. Hi, there are no mermaids in real life. None. That's it. None. If you'd like no to unicorn. find one and interview one and ask, right? Them no about unicorns. The race. No mermaids. The jury is out on Sasquatch. No hobbits. Definitely- I'm sorry. No hobbits. About- I'm sorry. You can have. I'm sorry that you can have purple people, green people, blue people in a Star Wars world. You just can't have brown people. I'm so sorry that you guys yeah, feel I like know. in all these made up worlds, right? You have to share it with something that or someone that doesn't look like you. I'm so sorry that your brain cannot fucking handle it but well, get the brain, fuck it, over it well it's just un- it's really unfortunate it's unfortunate because, you know because ultimately who this is impacting is children mm-hmm. and that's an unfortunate thing i i can't think of a child in the world who's going to look at the little mermaid and she's black and go oh, that's it i'm not watching it <laughs> right i draw the line mm-hmm. especially if they've never seen the original 
which I love. I, mean, I do love. I love. Listen, everybody loves the Little Mermaid. I love the Little Mermaid. I do. It's. I used to watch. So I used to. Listen, that's the best part. I have got kids. Kid. I've seen a bunch of those Disney movies. Seven hundred and fifty thousand. The, the kid, little kids, you can just put the shit on loop and they'll just watch it over. Yeah. And want to see it. You try to turn it off and it's like, can we watch that again? It was like, oh, no. okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Terrible. All right. Speaking of mermaids, Mariah Carey. I love Mariah. I know. That's why I'm letting you talk about it. And you know what's really <laughs> funny? When I worked at Columbia, I didn't really care about Mariah Carey. My friend Bobby loved Mariah Carey. You know, my Columbia years in the 90s, I was deep like, there was Madonna and no one else <laughs> except for Janet Jackson. And she was not on Columbia. <laughs> and she was not on Columbia. <laughs> Columbia. But Butterfly 2 is my favorite Mariah Carey album, and it's celebrating its 25th anniversary. I cannot believe. That makes me feel old as fuck. It's like, fuck, how many years ago? Working at a label. And that... um. That album's 25 years old, and she just did a reissue of it and um, a new vinyl edition. And I'm just glad it's, 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 we're celebrating that work because it means a lot of things. I just remember she was really being fucked with during that. You know, I, I'm not going to go into all of the shit that I, that I kind of witnessed during that time at Columbia, but I was like, okay, y'all are really fucking with her, and I'm glad she persevered. It's also, you know, the last album she did with Walter Astonafioff because Walter was Team Tommy, right? So she's making mm-hmm. this kind of a record, and, you know, that that became a conflict. You know how sometimes in a divorce, people go with the one that they feel like is going to suit them most. Right. So she parted with him. I just remember working, I was working in the video library at Columbia at that time. I used to mail out all of the videos to all of the mailing lists. So I dealt with, you know, sending the list over to the studio and doing all of that kind of stuff. And which videos I was being told from, you know, the, the executive suite, you can't send this video out and all this craziness. So I'm glad to see that the album is endured and it's being celebrated and it's brilliant. And I know that a lot of people love that record. I know a lot. But I listened to it again over the weekend from start to finish, and man, it holds up. It still sounds fucking great. Um, I'm happy for her. I'm tired of anniversaries of things. Oh, Miss Thing, that's all. Everything's an anniversary now. <laughs> I'm just Ever, tired of it. Everything. <laughs> I'm just tired. That, and you know, everything's a stat. They're like, this is the first plot. To, still, everything is the first I'm movie that's produced by yeah, this. I'm the first, it's the, it's or it's, it's, or it's always, it's always, it's always somebody's birthday. You know what I mean? It's always an anniversary, <laughs> and everybody's an icon after one EP and a half yeah. an album. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've you know, fun fact: I don't think I've ever listened to a complete no. I must have listened to a complete Amari Carey record or something. No, I have, but I can't. You know, back then. Um, I was ambivalent about her too. Right. Um, probably until Honey or this record. Uh, Honey is Butterfly. That's on the Okay, butterfly. so this right. was the record. Yeah. Oh, right. This is the record where she became black, right? Yes. <laughs> well, she was always black. She's a right, black Right, but she woman. became but black. This, well, this is the record where she took control. It was like, I'm really going right. to make the record. Right. Because, you know, they always tried to steer her away from R&B. Oh, I, I told you that you story know, you when they the told story. me. So this yeah. is where she's finally like on her, her black womanness. The- I'm making this record. Yeah, yeah. No, it. but I like I said, you know, I'm just like with the anniversaries to me, mm-hmm. it's like just cheap. If I get one more, it's the, it's the 25th anniversary of the second single from the third, like, you know, right. 
right. Uh, I, have, I, I just finished watching like this really cool Icelandic show um, mm-hmm. because I'm, I, I mean, it's been on, it was on a million years ago, but I just want to say that um, I don't know how those people are functional because the weather is bananas outside of Reykjavik. But um, I, you know, you love, I don't bore, I don't get Bork. I don't okay. Here's I the liked thing. the sugar cube. So I know that's. I love Bjork. But sometimes. Okay. <laughs> especially- say what you're. Oh, good. Cause I listened to it. I said, let me listen to it. And I listened to it. And I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. What has happened with- to Courtney? What has I happened know to people him? People have hung out with her and party with her. And like, she's really, really fun. These last few records have been above my pay grade. I think, okay, mentally. good. I could. I feel so. And much this better. time she described this one coming, saying it was like an adult dance party for the living room. Great. I'm thinking, and Bjork has given us beats with like. I thought it's Nelly Hooper again. I thought right? she's gonna give me moments. Songs okay, are coming. Good. I'm just kind of like, good. I don't understand what's happening. Oh, and good. why is this I, another I, record that sounds oh, like? It sounds oh. like. Butts clacking in space. No, I don't know what's happening. Like, it sounds like you started in the middle of the record and then it started going backwards. <laughs> it's just like no. I felt bad because I felt we're going to get on the show and you're going to go on and on about the no, no, of this she's, record. No, Miss no. And listen, and it probably is. You know, all of the critics love it. it but she's is. all like, "Oh, shun." Yeah, I had no idea what was going. Yeah, I was no, like, was "What's happening? What's happening?" Yeah. Okay. Good. I thought I was going to get Bjork. They was giving me shake my ass. I'm like Bjork. Let me just tell you something, honey. I just went through an almost three-year pandemic. Then when I decided it's going to be a good, fun, slutty summer, monkeypox showed up in New York. The last thing I need is the kind of music that makes me feel like I have to pull out a thesaurus and think. Give me a beat. (laughs) You know, she used to live around the corner here in Fort Greene, rumor has it. Her and Matthew Barney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they did live in Brooklyn. They did live yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, bless her heart, and and she's just like one of those people you can't admit that you don't really get or like. It's like, I mean, I like some of her stuff, but I I I can't take I can't take more than like four songs. And it's so cool to go like I remember interviewing this rapper once, and I I'm not gonna, but he was like, you know, what are you listening to? He's like, blah blah blah, blah and I'm listening to Bjork, and I'm thinking, no, you are not. You are not <laughs> listening to Bjork. You're not. <laughs> I mean, the Nelly Hooper record, yes, but anything mm-hmm. past that, you're not listening to her because she's making records underwater with aquariums and si- you're not listening to her. But that's yeah. cute that you th- you want to <laughs> tell me you think I'm going to be impressed that you're listening to Bjork and I know goddamn well. And I love her. Not- and there are times, yeah. I mean, listen, there are albums that I absolutely love, you know? Homogenic yeah. was great. Yes. You know, I, I really, there's just albums that I love by her. I, yeah. I used to love the one that had, I love Volta. I thought Volta was great. I love Debut. I love her first album. Great records. And then yeah. there are other ones where I'm sitting there going. I don't get it. I, I don't get I, it. I don't <laughs> understand what's happening. It's like. No. What like what's going on? <laughs> I feel I really do feel a lot better because I was terrified that you were going to give like a, a a TED talk, and I put on I listened to it for fifteen seconds, and I went. <laughs> I had a concussion three weeks ago, and I think it's you're kicking like, I, back you're like, in again. You're like, I can't do this. I this can't is- do this. I can't. I my I have a concussion. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what are we- okay? I have to make a confession. Oh my god, I can't even believe this when we talk about what we're listening to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is so, no, this is really unbelievably embarrassing. Okay. For, no, it is. For like 20 years, I have sworn and been convinced 
that I listened to the Donnie record. I was convinced that I had uh-huh. listened to it. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on the other day. I said, oh, I, like- I need to li- I've never heard this before. <laughs> or maybe I have. And I think I saw him opening up for somebody no, somewhere. Well, the thing is, it was a moment. Because remember, it first came out independently. And it was a moment. Right. And it went to Motown. And they kind of did a re-release of it. Right. And it's such a, it was a big record at the time, but it was also like this indie cool record. It was totally You had to, listen, you were living in Brooklyn at that time and that whole Fort Green area, you I, absolutely I heard, heard that record because but that I was feel, that moment where it was No, really it was fun. definitely that moment. It was Omar and but him. But you don't remember the songs, right? Because you don't haven't listened to them. But that, that's the thing about some of these records that, you remember are really good, but you haven't played them in a long time. No, and all of a sudden, and, and you pull it and, out, and it's like, oh shit, this really was. And good. also, it does a lot of those records from that time period sound very dated. This does not. No, this does not. A lot of that kind of like, not that he's that camp, but that kind of acid house, acid no. groove shit sounds very dated. Um, so it was I, a soul record, and he sounded. No, great. it totally was. It totally was. It was just in that camp. I mean, mm-hmm. when we talked to Morris Bernstein about him, I and this is mm-hmm. a great, a great thing they put. And I started listening to the new Lewis Taylor record. He hasn't put oh, out. Do you like I didn't. It? I like it. You know what? If he, I like it enough. I don't love it, but you know, he is cursed with putting out two and a half of some of the best, some of the best music of you know, just fantastic. Those first two Lewis Taylor records are just must haves. And the Lost album is a really good record. I mean, he's definitely a prog rock guy at heart, but I like it. I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's nice to know that there's a Lewis Taylor record out. That makes me kind of happy. Uh Uh-oh, he's putting on the glasses. Something must have happened. (laughs) Breaking news? (laughs) No, 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 no. Just so I can read my little list here. Oh, okay. I can't see it. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) the record you all need to be listening to right now. Artists you did not know you needed in your life right now. Is Danielle Ponder. Her name, her album is called Some of Us Are Brave. Danielle Ponder uh, was a, she's from New York, Rochester, okay. working in the public defender's office in Rochester. That was her day job, working on music, left that job, and she's put out her debut album. Her voice is, she's just, it's amazing. It is tonal. It is husky. It is rich. She's a great songwriter. And this album is a mix of R&B, soul, trip hop. It's just, it's beautifully done. All right, I'm going to check and it it's out. beautifully sang with a really unique individual voice. The type of voice that I think you'll like. It's got grit. She's one of those women. Okay. Who- you hear that voice, and this is not some light, wispy voice. Like a Leela James kind of yes, voice? That in, in that energy where it's like, okay. it's rich, and it just, right. that husk. And, and not musk. the little girl whispery voice. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. And also, I'm listening to Dixon's album, 004 Daisy. Dixon, I believe, is the producer who... Black Parade with Beyonce, and he's got this new album that came out that is pretty amazing. Like the kids are coming okay. with these great R and B soul albums that are 
really giving moments. And I don't know if you've heard of this artist, Eliza. She's got a new album called A Sky Without Stars. It's really, really good. And she was out years ago as, and she's UK-based. She came out originally as an artist named Eliza Doolittle. And she had- Yes, yes, you remember yes, her? yes, yes. And she had yes. two albums on a major. Yes, you know, had, yes. had the, the issue of putting albums out on majors where, you know, when, especially- Wasn't we, she a 4AD artist? Wasn't some, she like- yeah, some, like, like a back. smaller camp. Yeah. yeah. And she's really talented and, you know, got caught up in the thing of, like we've always talked about, being a woman sometimes at the major where we want you to sing this. This is your single right. and those things and fighting for your creative control. So this is her first, uh, I want to believe her, I believe her album as Eliza and as an okay. independent, and her first, I believe, as a real independent artist called A Sky Without Stars. And it's really okay, good. Great. Really, 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 That's really good. good. Good, and Rena's album came out. Rena's album's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah, I yeah, really, yeah. I mean, this one is not getting the raves the first one right. got, but mm-hmm. I still like it a yeah. lot. Good, yeah. good. I'm very excited. That's cool. All right. Um, Courtney, take us out. Take me home. Take <laughs> me home. Thank you, Cher. Cher is going to be here next week as our special guest in our minds. Um, in our minds. Next week we'll be on the glow. She's always our, she's always she's our, our best friend. Guest. She's in our mind. She's our best friend. And Milan, I know you're listening. Please send tickets. Um, and you know, guys know what to do. You listen to us every week on the Pantheon Podcast Network. We're on their main page. You love us. They love us. Come on in. There's over 70 music shows. I mean, I should say now at this point, there's over 80 music shows. Every kind of music genre, we're there. It's fierce. We're also on the Pantheon Podcast Network's YouTube page. So you can listen to us on YouTube there. And, you know, you guys have been listening. Thank you for the listens at Apple and Spotify and iHeart and Deezer and Stitcher and I mean, I Google and Amazon. Sneezy and, and grumpy and all dopey. Of it. <laughs> you know, thank you guys who tune in or at, at Twitch. At, when we're on Twitch at, uh, I'm a, at Twitch. Twitch TV. You just said Twitcher. You just yeah. said Twitcher. Twi- you know, Miss Thing is so much shit. I can't remember more. I know. And you communicate with us. Guys are funny on our Facebook. I'm telling you, guys you are, are really, funny. really funny. You, you are guys funny. are really motherfucking funny. I'm gonna let you finish all one word. I'm gonna let you finish NY on IG. Uh, Finish Shima, we still fucking hate that name on twi- uh, Twitter, who's still trying to be like, yes, Elon Musk, you are going to buy us because you told us you had $44 billion in cash. It's really fierce how they are not letting that go. They're like, you told us you have $44 billion in cash and we want it. So follow us there if you want to discuss that more. And um, yeah, remember, share the show, leave a rating, tell a friend, write a review. Tell your cousin, bake a cake, send a cake. We love cake, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10X miles on hotels and rental cars and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2X miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 